talk a little bit about Southeast Asia and more specifically Myanmar, a new story that was brought to my attention. I want to show you how the Western media covered it and then I want to show you the truth behind it and how this article you might have skipped past or just read the headline and thought, oh, that's terrible. I want to show you how it's directly related to what's going on in, say, Ukraine, this U.S. engineered proxy war the U.S. is waging against Russia through Ukraine, how the U.S. is doing the same thing uh, around the globe and not just targeting Russia, but also encircling and targeting China. So let's take a look at the article. It's from The Guardian. Myanmar airstrike kills 60 people at concert, says Kachin separatist group. And if you read that, that headline, that sounds terrible. It sounds like Myanmar's government is horrible. They just carried out an airstrike on a, on a concert, presumably attended by innocent people, civilians. Let's read what The Guardian says. Myanmar's military has killed 60 people, including musicians, in a devastating airstrike that targeted a concert held by a rebel faction of the country's minority Kachin ethnic group, according to organizers and a rescue worker. So including musicians, but presumably also including armed rebel militants. That's, that's what you should get out of that sentence. The reported attack came three days before Southeast Asian foreign ministers were due to attend a special meeting in Indonesia to discuss the widening violence in the country. Well, what is behind this violence? I will get into that in just a moment. The number of casualties at the celebration in the northern state of Kachin appeared to be the highest in a single air attack by the military since it seized power in a coup in February last year, overthrowing the elected government of Aung San Suu Kyi. But the elections in Myanmar are completely skewed because the United States dumps millions, if not billions of dollars into the country, specifically to meddle in its internal political affairs, especially its elections. So if there, there's a foreign power involved in your elections, were they legitimate? Is she representing an elected government? No, she is not. And I will get into that as well. Buried deep in the Guardian's article is a very telling paragraph. People looking at that headline are going to think the military bombed a concert at maybe a stadium or something and killed all these people. How horrible. This is what they eventually get around to admitting deep down in the article. Sunday celebration of the 62nd anniversary of the founding of the Ketchin Independence Organization was held at a base also used for military training by its armed wing, the Ketchin Independence Army, a military base. It was at a military base all of these militants, their leadership, they were all getting together to have this celebration and Myanmar's military dropped a bomb right in the middle of it because these are militants who are fighting the central government. More than that, they have allied themselves to the armed supporters of Aung San Suu Kyi. The Guardian said she was ousted last year in February. She has armed supporters backed, backed by the US, backed by the UK killing people all over the country and these Ketchin militants have allied themselves with these with these other militants uh, trying to get Aung San Suu Kyi back into power. There has been ethnic violence in Myanmar since its independence in 1948 from the British Empire and what the British have done in all of their colonies is find, uh, create ethnic tensions in any targeted country. So Myanmar is a, a country with many, many ethnic groups. The British played them all against each other. Kachin militants had been part of the colonial army 
And then afterward, they became they became one of the game pieces the British and then the Americans used to try to reassert Western control over Myanmar after it gained independence in 1948. So this has been violence ongoing for decades. And then when the U.S. installed client regime headed by Aung San Suu Kyi and her National League for Democracy from 2016 to 2021, when it was ousted in 2021, these ethnic armed groups joined with these so-called People's Defense Forces fighting to get Aung San Suu Kyi installed back into power. They all ended up working together. And so this is why there is fighting, and this is why Myanmar's military is bombing their army base. I'm saying that Aung San Suu Kyi is a, is a proxy of U.S. interests and that she represents Washington at the expense of Myanmar and its best interests. And I, I don't make this claim lightly. I make this claim based on evidence, extremely obvious, transparent evidence. So, for example, this is the National Endowment for Democracy, uh, a Washington-based U.S. government-founded and funded regime change organization. And you can see then uh, President Carl Gershman and former U.S. Secretary of State Madeleine Albright, uh, who once boasted that it was worth it to kill half a million Iraqis to pursue regime change in Iraq. This is them giving an award to Aung San Suu Kyi. She's, she's reporting to them in Washington, receiving this NED award. That's how blatant and obvious U.S. involvement and sponsorship of Aung San Suu Kyi is. If you go to the National Endowment for Democracy's official website, they call Myanmar Burma, and they do this just to spite Myanmar. Myanmar to kind of overwrite their uh, colonial history. Uh, they renamed the country Myanmar, and the U.S. and the British, they insist on calling it Burma just to stick it to them. And if you look at this NED disclosure, this is what they're admitting to. These are all programs the U.S. government is funding in Myanmar. And it, it involves everything from media to fake rights groups to organizations involved directly in Myanmar's elections and uh, forming political parties and encouraging political participation, but obviously in a way that suits U.S. interests. And as I'm talking, I, I continue to scroll down and you see just how many programs there are and how much money is, is being admitted to. And of course, it's much more than this because there's a lot of organizations that I can confirm are funded by the U.S. through the NED that aren't even listed on this web page. These these are programs that if another country was funding in the United States, these organizations would be shut down, uprooted, and the people involved thrown in jail. This is treason. You're taking U.S. government money to reorganize your own nation's internal political affairs and, and to do so to benefit Washington at the cost of peace, stability, prosperity, and sovereignty in your own country. Intolerable anywhere. Intolerable in Myanmar. Since 2021, when Myanmar's military ousted Aung San Suu Kyi, a, a transparent U.S. proxy running a political party backed by all of this NED money, Aung San Suu Kyi's uh, inner circle, they created what is called the National Unity Government. This is their official website. National Unity Government of the Republic of the Union 
of Myanmar. And here they all are. Aung San Suu Kyi is being detained at the moment. Uh, but the rest of them, they are leading what is called the National Unity Government. And if you scroll down here, you will see all of the ministers and ministries and ministers. And here is Zin Mar Ang. Let's click on that. Here she is. And even in the official biography on the NUG's official website, they admit uh, that she got an International Woman of Courage Award by the United States Sec Secretary of State. She was nominated for a World Global Leader by the World Economic Forum. And she participated as a fellow in the Reagan Facile Democracy Fellow of the National Endowment for Democracies. And worse still, she has her own webpage on the NED's official website. And down here, it says she co-founded the Yagun School of Political Science, an NED-funded institution that educates young activists in the values of democracy, uh, of course, according to the United States. So you have Aung San Suu Kyi surrounded by people who exist politically solely through US sponsorship. They, they built up this cadre around Aung San Suu Kyi. And when she was ousted from power in 2021, they created this parallel government, the National Unity Government, backed by the U.S. The, the parallel minister of foreign affairs is Zin Mar Ang, who literally has her own webpage on the NED's website. This is how ridiculous it is. And this is why Myanmar's military ousted them in the first place. They were essentially being recolonized by the United States in, in the 21st century. This is what was going on. No nation would, ex would accept this if this was being done to them by a foreign power. Myanmar did not accept this. This is why they ousted Aung San Suu Kyi. And you never hear about all of this US interference. And if it was China or Russia doing this to another nation, we would never hear the end of it, when the US is doing it to Myanmar, we never hear anything about it. Now, getting back to these Kachin militants that Myanmar's military bombed at their army base during this concert, uh, what is the evidence that suggests that they are involved with the, the People's Defense Force trying to overthrow the current government and get Aung San Suu Kyi, this, this US cl uh, client, back into power. Well, we have articles like this from Voice of America. This is US government funded media. Myanmar's ethnic armies, resistance forces plan to boost operations. And it's all about how all of these different ethnic groups backed by the US and the British for decades, how they are lending their, their arsenals and their experience to these people's defense forces. And it says similarly, and they're, talk, they're talking about all the ethnic groups. Now they're talking about the Kachin Independence Army specifically. Similarly, the Kachin Independence Army, a powerful armed group in northern Myanmar, has joined forces with local defense forces. So they're talking about the People's Defense Forces. And has been attacking military outposts and infrastructure in Kachin state since late January. On February 1st, the force seized a, a junta military base. But fighting is still going on there as the junta has been trying to take the base back. I do not think there will be peace in the near future because the military keeps launching heavy offensives, including airstrikes in ethnic areas. The Kachin Independence Organization spokesperson told Voice of America. And to just give you an idea of who these people's defense forces are that these Kachin militants are assisting and fighting alongside, I want to show you a couple of articles, again, uh, not from Myanmar government 
media, but from US-funded opposition media. So this is Myanmar Now, and the title is, As Spat of Killings Continue, Anti-Junta Forces Warn of More to Come. Myanmar Now is funded by the US government, and we know this because there are articles like this. Uh, from Columbia Journalism Review, Myanmar's Other Reporters, this is from 2019. If you come down here, it says Myanmar Now, which receives funding from the National Endowment for Democracy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Funded by the NED. So this is, this is opposition media. So this Myanmar Now article says, while peaceful protests continue, albeit on a far smaller scale than in the early days of the movement, they have been increasingly overshadowed in recent weeks by almost daily reports of shootings and bombings carried out by this U.S.-backed opposition. One of the most recent came on Tuesday afternoon when a lone gunman shot at two soldiers stationed outside the number 32 basic education high school. High school. They're shooting at security stationed outside of high schools because the schools themselves are under attack. And this was in Mandalay, killing one and injuring another. Unlike many such incidents, this one could be attributed to a particular group, the Mandalay People's Defense Force, part of a nationwide network of local civilian resistance forces that aims to coalesce into a federal army. Our PDF team has started carrying out guerrilla activities in Mandalay, uh, one of the group's leaders said he also claimed responsibility for a recent series of small explosions in five townships. Terrorism. Terrorism attacking schools. They had a civil disobedience movement that nobody joined. So in order to encourage people to join and stay on board, they started blowing up schools, shooting at schools, killing teachers, uh, forcing them through terrorism to disassociate themselves with every aspect of of Myanmar's government and and therefore everyday life, going to school, paying your bills, going to the hospital. None of this is is allowed by these U.S.-backed terrorists and uh, as they try to carry on with this civil disobedience movement. Here's another article by Myanmar Now. After bold attack, PDF fighters consider their next move and they show a picture of a train and this is about these militants killing the security on passenger trains. They're targeting passenger trains and killing the, the police charged with protecting them. Terrorism. And then the article says, according to La Pie One, so this is one of these People's Defense Force terrorists, according to La, La PA1, that means that anyone in uniform who continues to work for the junta, including traffic police, firefighters, and even Red Cross workers, is fair game. This is US-funded opposition media talking about the opposition. And, and when you read the whole article, you really get the sense that they're defending this and trying to normalize this as if this is a legitimate way to resist a government. And why is this, why are they resisting the government? Because the government will not accept a client regime installed by foreign powers lord, uh, usurping their nation's sovereignty. It's unacceptable. Whatever you think about Myanmar's military and how they're doing it, they're most certainly justified to do it. You could disagree with the, the way they do it, but they're most certainly justified in doing it. If there is any reason to take up arms to defend your country, uh, why wouldn't it be when a foreign nation is trying to subjugate you and, and essentially recolonize you? So with all of this context in mind, going back to the original article, Myanmar's military bombing this army base, 
uh, run by these militants. Now you can see what's really going on. This U.S.-backed violence ripping the country apart, terrorism ripping the country apart, these ethnic militants aiding and abetting these people's defense forces, attacking schools, attacking passenger trains, openly admitting that even Red Cross workers, firefighters, and traffic police are, are you know, fair game. This is what Myanmar's government and its military are reacting to. And notice how you're not ever going to hear about any of this in the Western media. They're only going to show you what Myanmar's military does in reaction. They will never show what the prov provocations are or what the backstory is. I will. I will show you. Why is the U.S. targeting Myanmar? What is the reason for them to target Myanmar? Uh, Myanmar borders China. China's Belt and Road Initiative runs through Myanmar. Myanmar is a close trading partner with China. It's, uh, China is their largest trade partner. Uh, they build a large amount of infrastructure in Myanmar. And so this is, this is, again, just as the U.S. is trying to destroy Ukraine and use Ukraine against Russia, the United States is trying to do the same process to China through Myanmar. And they're also trying to destabilize other countries in Southeast Asia and use them against China. Actually, the plan is to destabilize, overthrow, and organize all of Southeast Asia against China. That, that has always been the plan, the US plan, and this is what I've been covering for years. And as a matter of fact, just to show you how transparent this agenda is, in 2021, when uh, Myanmar's military ousted Aung San Suu Kyi and her U.S.-installed client regime. This is the type of thing that happened. Attacks on Chinese-run factories in Myanmar vex Beijing. So this was 2021 Associated Press. And it says, attacks on Chinese-run factories in Myanmar's biggest city drew demands Monday from Beijing for protection for their property and employees, while many in Myanmar expressed outrage over China's apparent lack of concern for those killed in protests against last month's military coup. This was not about China being concerned or, uh, or unconcerned about Myanmar's internal political affairs. This is, this is the whole point of the U.S. getting someone like Aung San Suu Kyi and her followers into power, cultivating this irrational anti-China mindset and destroying everything that Myanmar and China built together in the country. And when their client regime was thrown out of power, they accelerated all of this because of the armed violence. They're burning down Chinese factories. Here's another one by the Irrawaddy. And, and before I get into this, I just want you to realize that virtually everything you see in, in English language media about Myanmar is funded by the US government. So this is the National Endowment for Democracy, uh, grants search and if you come down here you will see uh, for years and years and years they have been uh, funding uh, you know hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, pumping it into the Irrawaddy this English language media outlet uh, supposedly covering Myanmar so back to the article China backed pipeline facility damaged in Myanmar resistance attack well uh, U.S.-sponsored terrorism. It says, an offtake station of the China-backed oil and gas pipelines was damaged when a local resistance group attacked regime forces guarding the facility in Mandalay. At around 2 a.m., People's Defense Forces used two rifle grenades to attack 13 regime personnel providing security. 
for the offtake station. And then it says, anti-Chinese sen sentiment swelled in Myanmar following the military coup last February, with many people believing Beijing had a hand in the takeover. No, they didn't. At the time, there were calls for a boycott of Chinese products, along with calls to blow up the pipelines if China refused to condemn the regime more terrorism. The U.S. is essentially waging a war against China. They're just doing it through militants and opposition groups. It funds backs and arms. So they're not doing it directly, but they are doing this very deliberately. This, this is an ongoing war, a hybrid war, if you want to call it that, against China. And I've shown you this map before. This is China. This is where Myanmar is. So there is arms conflict in Myanmar right now where they are attacking Chinese investments and uh, Myanmar, China built infrastructure. I've talked about how the US is trying to undermine and overthrow the government and institutions here in Thailand with anti-Chinese uh, US funded opposition. The US have been operating in Hong Kong, Tibet and Xinjiang within Chinese uh, borders. And China has incrementally uprooted this U.S. interference and, and outright sponsored violent separatism. There, the U.S. is actually still involved in Taiwan, also part of China, and I've gone over this in previous videos. They are still involved in Taiwan. The U.S. has tens of thousands of troops stationed in South Korea and Japan, Japan being part of the Quad Alliance along with uh, the U.S., Australia, and India right here. Uh, Pakistan, same story. China has uh, pipelines uh, and dams and all kinds of projects, a port in southwest Pakistan. The U.S. is sponsoring armed terrorists to uh, physically attack that infrastructure and also attack and kill Chinese engineers involved. And until recently, the U.S. was uh, militarily occupying Afghanistan, which actually shares a border with China. And the pipeline they were talking about in, in that article allows China to bring hydrocarbons from the Middle East through Myanmar to China without having to go through these straits the U.S. Navy is, is constantly talking about blocking in the event of some sort of conflict with China. So you can see how this really is. This is a this is to China what the U.S. proxy war in Ukraine is to, to Russia. This is something the U.S. is doing on a massive worldwide scale. The next time you, you read the news about something happening in Southeast Asia, just, just think about what the U.S. is doing in Myanmar, how transparent it is when you follow the money and you, you look past these very misleading headlines and read even in the article itself where they admit, yeah, okay, they bombed a concert. It was at an army base. It was militants and the, and the leadership at this concert. That is what they bombed. And you have to ask yourself, what, what is the reason for them being so dishonest? Think about that. And keep all of this in mind when you see the Western media portraying China as aggressive, as investing in its, its military. They are clearly being surrounded and physically attacked. They are building up their military to defend themselves. Uh, just keep all of this in mind. The Western media is going to try to cover up the provocations and only show China's reaction to make Beijing look unreasonable when, if anything, 
they aren't doing enough to protect themselves. So if you thought this video was useful, please like and share. Think about subscribing to my channel. It's free to do. It helps the channel grow. If you're watching this on YouTube, check the video description below for other places you can find to follow my work. I'm on Telegram. I update that several times a day. All of my YouTube videos are uh, eventually automatically uploaded to Rumble and Odyssey. It might take a day or two, but they'll show up eventually. Subtitles on my YouTube videos will also show up eventually. They're auto-generated. I have no control over that. It could be a day or two before they uh, are finally ready and working. In the video description below, I have put in the links to absolutely everything I reference. If you don't believe me, go see it for yourself. Look through it yourself. In addition to those links, there are also ways you can help support my work. I do not monetize my YouTube channel. Uh, if you see an ad, please skip it because it's not helping me at all. If you do want to help support my work, please do so through Buy Me A Coffee, through Patreon, and through PayPal. To everyone who has been helping out, whether it's month-to-month -month donations, one-time donations, or even if you're just sharing my work with others, thank you so much. That's what makes all of this possible. I couldn't do this without that support. So, so again, thank you. And as always, thank you for watching. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment, subscribe, and share our content to help us reach the widest possible audience. We are a small organization with limited resources, and we need workers' support if we are to grow and fulfill our mission. If you are able to make a one-off or regular donation, no matter how small, please visit our website at thecommunists.org and register as a supporter.